0: What's up everyone and welcome to the show. Before we get this episode started, I want to talk to you guys about Ready Nutrition. Ready Nutrition is for athletes who love to outwork the odds. They are a sports nutrition brand that not only has great products, but more importantly has a great message and that is why I am super grateful to be working with them as a brand ambassador. Anyone that knows me knows that I am very particular about what I put into my body. I want minimal ingredients, no sugar, all-natural and high-protein foods that help fuel my workouts and my day and Ready Nutrition is exactly that. They have a full lineup of supplements like protein powder, protein bars, protein puffs and protein water. The Ready Protein Water is one of the most unique items I've ever seen. There is no sugar, 1 gram of carbs, 0 grams of fat and 15 grams of protein per bottle. They are the perfect pre or post workout drink or if you just need a snack with extra protein. Oh, and they taste amazing. I want to work with brands who share the same values as me, and Ready Nutrition does exactly that. Hard work conquers all, and it's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. I have a special offer for all my listeners. If you go to readyismade.com and use my referral code, ANTHONYP20, you can save 20% off your first order. Then, once you love the product as much as I do, you can go back to readyismade.com and order more while using my code in the referral box when you get to checkout. This will help support me and also help Ready Nutrition know who sent you. I wouldn't recommend a product if I didn't fully believe in it, so head to readyismade.com and try it out today. That's readyismade.com, R E A D Y I S M A D E dot com and use my referral code Anthony P 20 A N T H O N Y P 20 to save 20 percent off your first order and then when you go back enter my code again in the referral box and that shows that you support me and it also shows that you support ready nutrition I appreciate it Um, I think you guys are gonna love the products just as much as I do I definitely would give it a try, especially the protein water. It's one of the one of the best products I've ever used, and, and I've used a lot over the course of my life. I appreciate you guys. Let's dive into the episode. All right, cool. All right. So today I got Coach Hennon on the podcast from South Dakota, and, and uh, I kind of want to just give you the floor to start out. Um, it's funny how, like, social media works. I feel like like we yeah. know each other, but we don't. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, I feel that, that. That's why when people try to say that social media is a bad thing, I, like, don't agree because, like, I feel like you right. know people without meeting people, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm kind of yeah. going to give you the floor for the first however sure. long you need and just kind of talk about, you know, like, you know, your background as far as playing, training, whatever you want to talk about, and then we'll kind of get into a few questions I got for you.
1: Right, sure. So, uh, playing career started in – Southwest Minnesota, um, a small, small town, Class A, which is the smallest in Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. played uh, four years of varsity there, was lucky enough to uh, get a little scholarship to Morningside College in Sioux City, Iowa, which is a NAIA school out there. Spent four years there, um, probably, probably the most four important years of my life as far as develop, personal development. Um, was a part of two national tournament teams um had a great coach he was a hard-nosed coach uh taught me a lot and uh after that moved up to sioux falls south dakota which is only about an hour north of sioux city iowa and uh got a regular job and um was kind of coaching the travel ball scene for a little bit um doing a couple workouts here and there the the full-time job actually um they sold out their business and was getting bought up by another business and uh i had a choice to make it was either apply Um, to this new business or try to take this basketball stuff on um, full time. And, uh, you know, the gym that I was working at, I kind of talked to him about, you know, bringing my marketing skills because that's kind of what I went to school for, my marketing skills and just kind of administrative help to the gym and try to organize some stuff and promote the gym a little bit, and help the kids out. He was all about it. Gave me a couple of office hours and uh, kind of the rest was history after that. Um, Been doing that since 2015. Went down to uh, DMAC, which is a junior college in Boone, Iowa, and coached there for a year um, as an assistant coach and uh, came back to Sioux Falls after that experience. And right now – um, as of, uh, two days ago, I'm actually with, uh,
0: the Sanford Pentagon. Which yeah. I, is, uh, I Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I meant yeah. to, I meant to congratulate you on that. I was actually going to yeah, start man. with that. My fault. For yeah, sure. I did. I did see that. Congratulations. That's big time. That's that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I appreciate it. It's going to, uh, it's going to be good, man. They got, a they got 12 courts in there. The, the sky force, the G league of the heat play there. They got all sorts of good stuff that's going on there. So, um, yeah it's a good platform for me personally, but it's also a a really good spot for me to help more kids in the city, which is kind of my goal. Um, South Dakota basketball is, is growing. It's getting better. Um, and I'm just kind of happy to be here and to be a part of the journey and, and see some of these kids get bigger looks kind of every year. So that's where I'm at now. Happy to be with the Sanford family. They got a great staff and, uh, kind of getting into it and, ready to rock for the for the winter and the spring
0: yeah so so what like is going to be your exact role at the at the new job right
1: right so they have uh they have travel teams and then they have training there my my role is the coordinator of the academy um i will have a a team coordinator that kind of handles the teams i will advise him and and uh just kind of help the any way i can but really my goal is to um my goal is to just work on the training stuff so just to develop a a training program for the youth kind of all the way up from kindergarten, those little guys and girls to seniors, college dudes ready to go overseas, overseas guys trying to get a bigger contract kind of everything. So, you know, as of now, I have some trainers underneath me that have been there that are actually really great. Um, but the goal is to, to build a, a really strong staff that can, um, give some good development stuff as far as camps and workouts go.
0: So Okay. Okay. Yeah. There, yeah, that yeah that's I like that. Sounds cool. Also that that's good for you. You yeah. got you got consistent gym time then I'm assuming, right? Exactly. Although, although you've had thing, that, man. right? Have you had that? Or have you no, like no. no so
1: what I was doing, I was working for th- with that gym before when I first started mm-hmm. and I actually branched off on my own and just started renting gym space from that actual gym. Um, you know, since I was there and used to the kids, it was just kind of a home for me. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I was just kind of paying month, uh, or paying rent month by month. Um, and then this job opened up and now I have, yeah, now I have gym space kind of at my hand. Yeah. My office is right next to the next to the floor. So it's, uh, it's really nice. It's a, it was a big hassle off my back to to not have to organize all that stuff and the kids can kind of just come in and they got, I mean, they got crazy resources there. They got shooting machines and yeah. I, I, stuff. I was,
0: I was looking at the, at the website and stuff. It looked like it was pretty yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, I, I think yep. a, a lot of places need stuff like that too, you know, multiple courts know. and then and like available and, you know, gym the, space.
1: The thing is, I think there's a lot of those places out there and I don't know that a lot of them have um, a development program in place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if they, they have all the stuff and, they have they got all the money to back it up, but it's uh I'm not sure if they have the right staff and and that's why I was really happy to go to Sanford they have you know all their travel teams their their coaches are are high school coaches their top teams are high school coaches in this in the city and um you can you can just tell that that's that's a big reason why a lot of these parents trust that place and why a lot of those kids want to play there so yeah
0: yeah well well okay so going back a little bit I know you talked about you coached a little bit too so like yeah in your opinion, because I think there's a difference, and I know some people kind of look at me weird right. when I say this, like between training and coaching. Oh yeah. So in your, like in your experience, cause you, you, you've been around high school and then you said you were in junior college for a while. So like, what's right. the biggest difference in your opinion?
1: You know, the thing that I noticed, and it's not a knock against me or skills guys, it's not a knock against coaches is it's that coaches don't have the time to research and study all the detail stuff they just don't they got they got to do so much more than that and it's that it's kind of the same thing with skill guys skill guys need to understand concepts because that should be what your base is for your skill training Mm -hmm. um but to me you know the coaches the there is a little bit of a perception between even high school coaches or or college coaches on skills guys sometimes it's pretty negative and, and sometimes there's some good guys out there um, I think there's there's a lot of trainers out there that are doing a little bit extra or some goofy stuff that give uh give it a bad picture to some yeah. of these coaches yeah. and maybe lose some trust, which I totally understand. Yeah. Um yeah. to me to me coaches are are too busy, I guess, or it's it's really just not their job to get to dive into the detail stuff. Yeah. I think they should be teaching concept, they should be teaching how to play, where to go, spacing and stuff like that. And like I said, That should be a part of, you know, your workouts and stuff like that. But really what, to me, what skill guys are focusing on, um, should be the footwork, the details, the options and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. So in that, in that aspect, then what made you pick training then over coaching Were you just more in love with that or like,
1: I don't know what it is, man. It's just like a development thing. When I see kids get better or take steps or just kind of like, you know, a month earlier they couldn't do something and now they're doing it easy it's just you know and and some of it is going to see these guys play and be successful but really it's those times in the gym where it's like you and a group of kids or you and a kid and and you j- can just feel or see them getting better mm. um i don't know what it is i'm just a kind of an addict to the the, the development stuff over yeah, the actual yeah. uh, practices and the game schemes and stuff like that i appreciate that stuff don't get me wrong i love watching watching basketball but um the the skill stuff i'm not i'm not sure what it is but i love
0: it yeah no i i agree and a a lot of people tell me all the time like i think it's like pretty close like the same thing i'm like i don't think it's the same really at all like i think like skill coaches and development guys and like head coaches assistant coaches like yeah they have like some like common ground but i feel like it's not really the same you know for 90 percent of it like you said it's kind of like their job is x and o our job is to kind of get them ready, the player ready for the X and O. Right. You know. So exactly. like I, but then again, I agree with you. There's some guys out there that maybe give it a bad rep. You know. And, right. And right. going back on that though, it's crazy to me that I mean, some people take the the hatred of other guys to like a next level. Oh like, my gosh. I, I my, my biggest thing, and, and I talked to um Coach CK that I had on a, yep. you know, a week or two ago is like when it comes down to it as long as you're getting better, why, why does it matter? Like, I, I trust me, I see some stuff and it's like, what, yep. like what is that? Like, it's like right. completely off the wall. But then there's some stuff where it's like, if this guy has his kid doing something and the kid's getting better, you may not agree with it, but isn't that, the, isn't that like right. our job? Yeah. And shouldn't we be happy about that?
1: And I even, I listened to that episode. You guys were talking about Micah and to me, Micah, is is the godfather of all these detail stuff you know and you know his method might be a little wild and not appealing to some coaches but as far as his knowledge i don't think anybody can question that and i don't think anybody can question the what he knows and and what he could teach i just think you know people see how it's done and they don't like it they don't like the props they don't like all that stuff and there's you know and, and it's not even Mike. I think it's a lot of those guys and even, even myself. I mean, I've gotten some blowback on, on social media. Um, you know, not directly at me, but you know, when you, when you see a tweet and you're like, <laughs> hmm, I wonder if that's about me yeah. type of deal. But you know, the thing is to me um, some of that stuff is tough. And, and, and when it, when it comes to me, I think people might see, or even somebody else, people might see a clip might see something of either myself or somebody else pushing somebody out of their comfort zone and doing something, um, that's harder than the normal routine. And they'll see that clip and they'll be like, Oh, well, that's all they're working on. But really, if they were to, you know, come and sit in that full hour, exactly. hour and a half, they're seeing one dribble pull-ups. They're seeing uh, strong finishes at the rim, jumping off of two feet, one foot. They're seeing catch one dribble actions, two dribble actions. They're seeing it all and they're And they're going to be here in concept learning like, Hey, Here's three attacks from the slot when help side slides over from opposite block. Here's what we can do. So, you know, social media is great. Like we talked about, um, it's great to build a business. Um, it can hurt people if, if you don't put out the right stuff. Um, and sometimes it's tough to do that. You know, sometimes you, you, uh, you want to show the stuff that um, is uh, different and can yeah. push people out of their comfort zone a little bit. And the mundane stuff or the the basic stuff doesn't always get put out there. So yeah,
0: well, it, like it's, it's context is what it is. Like right. that that's one of my biggest problems too. When people try to like copy drills, like you can't look up a drill and say, okay, I'm gonna have you know my players do that. I like that drill. Like don't get me wrong, I've I've stolen stuff and I'm sure you've stolen right. some stuff. Oh, but we course. always either a put our own twist on it or b we understand the reasoning. Of course. You know, sometimes of course. I see people try to do things that it's like you can tell they they they, they YouTube can't teach it. it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then players ask him, oh, like, why or when am I going to do it? And then they don't have an answer, you know, and it's kind of right. like that's that's not bad. That's not good. You know, you need you need context.
1: Right. If you. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like and same thing. I mean, to me, Micah, like I said, is his brain just works differently. Not just Micah. I mean, you look at DJ Jordan, Ralph, um, I, my buddy in, in Minneapolis, Reed Ossie. When I go and talk with those guys or talk with Reed, it's like ah, dude, your brain works differently than mine does. You know what I mean? It's yep. just, and and I don't know if you saw DJ's post last night or two nights ago or whatever it is, but he's talking about, uh, you know, he's. T- I think his caption was, haters will say that that's a carry or something oh, like yep. that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and he's talking about some detailed stuff, you know, and, and I agree with most of it where, he said, you know, the game really hasn't changed that much. I, I think a lot of people's go-to saying is the game is changing. You know, I think people are getting more athletic and kids have the ball in their hands more throughout the year. So the game is actually improving. Um, but the overall rules and everything like that really hasn't changed that much. And what he's, I think what he's saying is, you know, back in the day, we didn't have the ability to slow things down or really pick at the detail stuff. And now we do. So." you know guys like dj guys like where you know you know ck or or yourself or myself are are studying these details and being able to tell what you know what dribble step timing is when the ball hits the floor and when your foot hits the floor they can see when you know when you pick the ball up off of a pull-up if it's if it's too early too late that type of stuff so like you can dive super deep into it nowadays and I think sometimes, you know, the people that don't put the work in to study that stuff, they struggle and they cling to that phrase, it's not fundamental. You guys aren't working on fundamentals. You're, yep. you're too fancy, like stuff like that. So, you know, when I hear somebody say, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. It's all about this and that. I just like, it. that's the stuff that really bothers me is is it seems like people that don't study or really put the work in when it comes to the film work or um, trying to understand the details, they cling to that fundamental phrase. And I get it. I mean, fundamental base and found foundational base is like the, probably the most essential thing when you're when you're developing a player. Yep. But you get a high school kid, even a middle school kid at this time, or or a pro guy, and they're like, "Hey, I can do one dribble pull-ups and and rip two for a one-foot layup by myself. I don't need to pay you twice yes. a week to to put me through that." And see. that's always been my motto. If I I always dictate my workouts on how often I'm going to see that kid. If I see him one time a week, I don't need to put him through you know, I don't need to put him through stuff that he can put himself through or herself through because then, you know, essentially I'd be just be robbing them for money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you you
0: don't want to be a rebounder. Right. You know, I, I want to
1: give them as much value as I can. So you know, you know, the warm up might be fundamentally focused, but we will build off that fundamental phase. So like if she can do a two foot layup and a one foot layup, I might add a veer finish. I might add a Euro step. I might, you know, just to, just to see if they can push themselves out of their comfort zone. And the, you know, what I've noticed is that especially the the clients or parents that are paying, they appreciate that. That's why they're driving all those miles to see you. Yep. Now, if I were to have a guy or a girl five days a week and I was the sole workout that they were getting, then, yep. of course, I need to get those reps in. We need to shoot shots. We need to hit the basics. If he's a guard, I need to make sure we're getting our finishes at the rim and all the floaters, the basic stuff. So so,
0: so, so, kind of building off that, do you think that like this time of year, like, do your workouts change?
1: Yes. Yes. Actually, I just had uh, a conversation with uh, about that with uh, a group of girls last night. So I'm in my preseason group phase right now. We start South Dakota basketball. I don't know what it's like out there, uh, but we start after Thanksgiving. Okay. So like late November, December is when they start practicing. At this point, we're going for an hour and a half instead of an hour. We're going to, uh, two or three times a week. Um, we do the first 45 or the first 40 is all skill work. So it's closer to the basket. It's a lot of footwork based stuff, um, finishes at the rim. Um, and then we scoot out and we'll, we'll add in game actions for about 20, 20 minutes. So driving, kick, handoff, stuff like that. And then really the rest of the time is getting game shots up with our partners and then playing. Yep. So it goes from skill work to actions, to shots, to play. And to me, that's what's really, you know, that's, that's the, the thing that I love is being able to have the kind of extra time like that and be able to structure it like that in the summer. It doesn't always work like that, but, for sure, in the in the, in the summer to the to the fall, it's it's completely different for me.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, no, I agree. I, I think, like, this time of the year was, like, I, I call it, like, the maintenance phase. You know, like, you're not right. going to teach them anything new in this right. amount of time because there's not enough time. You know, you, you don't right. want to be – you don't want a kid trying a new move that you taught him a week ago in a game. You know, it's I like agree. that doesn't work. So I always uh, like yeah. to know – I always like to kind of hear on, you know, what other, you know, coaches, uh perspective is on that.
1: You know, and I think the hard part, too, is you got I mean, I have to talk to these kids because if I if I just let them go after a workout, they'll just go do whatever. And I have to tell them, hey, you have to get some conditioning in at this point, because yeah. even more important than any of the stuff we're doing, you have to be running, you have to be doing your body weight stuff or your lifting stuff, whatever it is. And you got to clean up your diet like these. you It's crunch time. You got to take these steps now. So. We talk a lot about conditioning and I don't, I don't take it as my job to condition the kids to be honest. Uh, Especially if they're paying me, that's like to to me, if they can do it by themselves or if I can teach them to do it by themselves, um, I want to cover something else. Yep. So, and that's, I, I really believe that too. That's the other thing. Younger kids need to be taught how to work themselves out. And it's like the littlest things. Like how do I spin the ball to myself so I can pretend like that was a catch or, when I rip through where's the defender going to be at like teaching them to have an imagination and teaching them. Okay. For here's how you structure a workout. Here's how you to yourself. Here's some station. Like you just have to teach them how to do this stuff in their driveway. And that's going to be the stuff that carries them so far. I, I have this little girl from not little girl. She's a seventh grade girl from a small town in South Dakota. She comes up every, every week, two hour drive. And we work out for an hour, hour 15, and I, you know, I, every week I send her home a list of things that she needs to keep working on. She comes back so much. Literally, it's, it's so impressive, and it's like one of the first experiences with this. She comes back so much better, and I talk to her mom. She goes, yeah, she's in volleyball, but at 7 at night, she goes to our community center, and she comes back at like 8.30, drenched in sweat because she has your list of stuff to do. I'm like, that is crazy impressive. And I'm happy she can work herself out and not be relying on trainers.
0: Yeah, well, especially when she's only seeing you once a week, you right? Because exactly. there, there's some kids that have the opportunity to come multiple times. Some kids <laughs> yep. don't. And then if you're doing that stuff on your own, I don't think players realize how fast that speeds up the development. Right. You know, like if you, because I tell a lot of people too, because I have some 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 players that come, they'll come all summer, but then once like the fall hits, even like August, mm-hmm. they just stop coming, and right. then I don't see them until the following summer. I mean, I'm talking don't even come back during the spring and then it's kind of like, okay. And I, we I kind of try to pick off, you know, pick up where we left off and, you know, okay, right. we're going to go into a, a, you know, a one simple move to a same hand, same foot finish or right. you know, whatever right. it is. And like, they can't do it. And it's like, right. now we have to kind of go back and and you know, I know. touch on these things. Worst. And then you feel like you're wasting time. Yep. Yeah. So and, it's and, tough. You know, it's like, you, know, you got to take stuff and do it on your own, especially, you know, things like that. You don't need me to yep. do that no and I think I think a
1: big part of it too is yet yeah, one you have to do things by on your own and by yourself and the other is you have to be engaged so like let's say I came to work out with you and I drove all those miles out there mm-hmm. and I was a high school kid I would be so engaged on everything you're teaching me because I know I have to drive four or five hours back yep. to be at home so I'm gonna try and it's just like the same thing with the camps I tell those kids at a camp, make sure you pay attention and if you have questions you ask after and Cause these two, two hours or two days are not going to make you that much better. So be engaged, try to pick up one or two things that you can actually take home. And it's hard. I mean, especially when you got little kids, but you know, you're talking middle school, high school for that girl that drives two hours to see me for her to pick up and be able to teach herself how to do it. But in her community center, she has to be so engaged to what I'm saying. And she has to, she has to understand kind of the details too, which is impressive. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think
0: it will I kind of talking on, you know, asking questions and taking things away. I beg players to ask questions because, right. like, I mean, the way I look at it is, if you ask me a question and I can't give you a good answer, then I right. shouldn't be telling you to do that. Right? You know what I mean? So, like, there's times that like I explain, you know, wh- whatever the footwork may be or whatever the finish right. may be, and and they kind of just look at me and okay, and they could do it, and it's like just because you can do it doesn't mean you understand it. You know, right, exactly. so I'm like, please ask me a question. Like, I there's some players I literally won't let them go. I'm like, you have to ask me something about this finish or something yeah. about this footwork because I know right. you can do it, but I don't think you understand it. Exactly. And there's a big I, difference.
1: Yeah. I believe in that too. That's a good point.
0: So it's just it, it's yeah. it's like a fine line. You know, it, it's like you want them to ask and you want them to be able to do it, but they got to understand. If they don't understand, yep. it doesn't matter.
1: Yep. and I and like we talked about before, I think it's a context thing too. It's like you have to constantly remind them where the defender is is and what the read is and what the purpose is and yeah you know they just have to i don't know a lot of it is teaching a lot of it is teaching a lot of his details and and that's the other thing i wanted to ask even ask you about there to me there's two type uh two types of basketball guys two types of trainers there's a workout guy and then there's a detail guy
0: 100%, 100%. there's
1: there is, I, and I've talked not even my, in my area that I'm in, in other areas back home, all sorts of places, there'll be a, a group of, you know, a basketball group of trainers or coaches that'll come work out of high school. And I'll talk to the kid cause he comes to see me the next day or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, how was your workout yesterday with so-and-so? And they're like, yeah, it was good. I was drenched in sweat and I was so tired. I was like, oh sweet. Like, what did you, what'd you do or what'd you learn or, you know, what? what's something that you liked? And they're like, well, I don't know. We just, we did a lot and they pushed us hard and it was, we ran a lot and shot a mm-hmm. lot and mm-hmm. you know, And I'm like, okay. So to me, there's a workout guy that gives them hard nose reps, full speed, doesn't let them take breaks. And it's, it's almost like a conditioning, a conditioning drill or practice with the basketball in your hand. You know what I mean? You're sprinting yes. everywhere. You've, there's really not a lot of concept learning or detail learning. It's just like, rip two dribble finish they don't tell you why how where your arm is where your hand is you know what foot you're jumping off they're just like yep. get to the rim yeah so you know and i appreciate those guys don't get yeah. me wrong oh like, yeah yeah there's a time and a have, place for them exactly and i think high school coaches gravitate to those guys to be honest i think they do and i understand why because you know they they get to sit up there and watch these guys kick their players butts a little bit mm-hmm. for two hours yep. and they're like oh yeah i love that so you know, I think there's a there's a value for those that that type of training, um, and there's a place for it. But I I am I love the detail stuff, and and it's not that I can't put you through a conditioning workout or make you take those reps. And sometimes I have to with with like kids that maybe don't work as hard. You know, you just have to get them moving. Um, but to me, I spend most of my time on the on the training stuff. So that's that's kind of the the divide I see is there's workout guys and there's detail guys. Yep. You know, and, and as a parent or as a kid you gotta find out what do I need and what can I do myself. Can I maybe maybe I can't do a lot of conditioning. Maybe I'm just not motivated. And I actually need somebody to be pushing me or, or getting after me to do that, which is which I understand too.
0: Yeah. So yeah. no, I, I agree with that hundred percent. And and I think that I hate I hate the, the, the thought that you didn't get a good workout unless you're sweating. I hate that. Cuz oh, I'll tell you crazy. I'll tell you one thing. I, I work with a kid. I actually have, you know, work out with him later today and I think he's the best shooter in the state of Ohio. I mean, he has all the records. I mean, statistically right. he is. I mean, you right. could argue he just committed to Division 2 school. Um so I I don't know. Again, that's an argument, you know, for another time. Right. Right. But um <laughs> I'm sure that's going to make some people mad. But um <laughs> and they're going to say I'm biased cuz I work with him, but <laughs> right. uh, like right. our best workouts like he's not really sweating at all. I mean, from right. the running and from, you know, the shooting, he gets a little sweat, but, like, when you start sweating and then you kind of break things down and talk, you know, for five to ten minutes about a specific drill or a specific detail, like, that sweat dries up, you know? So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't agree. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't I don't like that because I, I, I get parents like that a lot, like, when a workout's over, like, the kid will go, you know, the player will go over and the parent will be like, you're not even sweating. And it's like, I know. that doesn't really matter. That's not the reason. Yeah. That's you not know, the did purpose. Did you learn something? Like, do you know how to do a different finish today or, you know? Right. Oh yeah. Well then why does it matter if you're sweating or not? I, I never yeah. understood. Yeah. That.
1: You know, and, and I've had parents say that and I've had, you know, the other way around too. and. I've gotten to the point where, you know, I think when I was younger out of college, I was like, I want everybody to work out with me. No, don't work out with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of appreciate, you know, this city actually has a lot of options. It's almost oversaturated with people that want to teach basketball, which is good for the kids as long as they're teaching the right stuff. You know, as a competitor, you want to be the best. But I almost appreciate these kids having different options because I want to work with the kids that want my style. So like, like you just said, if a parent said that, like, okay, you know, I understand that's not really how I teach it. I can. um, And I might have some kids that that kid can hop in that actually need the same thing, but really I'm trying to teach detail, you know? So in in South Dakota is not big. Sioux Falls is the biggest city and it's really not that big compared to some other cities. Um, But it's just surrounded by a lot of small towns, you know? So a lot of these kids are three sport athletes a lot of these kids, they don't touch a basketball until a week before the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then it's baseball season, then it's football season. And and I get it, like I I preach the the multi sport stuff. I think that's great. I think your body needs to move different ways to be healthy. I think you just need to learn overall team skills on a different setting. And there's some colleges out here that that recruit multiple sport athletes more than they do the the single sport guys. Yep. So you know, I, when it comes to the different styles of training, I appreciate people that do other things. Um, and as a competitor, you want to be the best. But, you know, s- some kids just, you know, they're better off somewhere else yep. type of deal. Yep. So, yep. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at out here. So,
0: yeah. Well, I, I, a thing I definitely wanted to mention is when you put that video up about you not being a cheerleader. I, right. I got. Oh, I, yes. I. I I gotta say, I love that because that I was one of my favorite. I mean, because here's my thing, like, and I struggle with this because, like, there's some players I work with that, like, they could be so good, but they just don't. It's like they don't want it, but I want right. it for them. Right. You know what I mean? And and yeah. it's tough because you know you want to bring positive energy and you want to, but there's oh, a big yes. difference yes. between bringing no energy and, and being you know go yeah yeah. You know, there's a big that that's not it. So when right. you put that video up of being, you know, I'm not your cheerleader, it was like I, I related to that so much because yes. there's so many kids that you almost have to be, and it's like that's not my job. You know, right. and I'm, I'm here to teach you basketball, not cheer you on. Your mom could do that. You know, or, Exactly, you know, and that's such, such that.
1: a good point too. What you said was, of course, you need to bring positive energy and you need to be upbeat. And I think when I posted that, I had a couple people text me and they're like, yeah, but this and that. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand it's not that I'm coming in there dragging or not happy to be there or not clapping or high five. And it's that for me, for you to get a good rep, you don't need me to motivate you. Yes. You should, yeah. and that's hard. That's a, that's a mental thing. And, and younger kids, it's almost, they're not just not mature enough to understand that. But if I get a high school kid, if I get a kid that has goals and has all the talk and they come in there dragging, I can't, uh, it's just, I don't relate well with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, and that's why I posted that. That's you know I'm not here to clap in your face to be that rah rah guy that's going crazy. And um, you have to come motivated. You have to become ready, ready to learn and and to improve and just get pushed out of your comfort zone a little bit and just bring it.
0: So yep. that ain't,
1: yep. that's hard to teach though. It's it super is. hard.
0: It is. I, I I I get a lot of I get a lot of questions about that as far as like oh like like what can I do and I'm like. I don't really know what to tell you. you like, you just gotta you know, want it. Yeah, like you gotta, I mean, and I, think, I, I and yeah. I get it. And I get it. Yeah. Like, there's days that I'm sure you know you may have a bad day at school. You may I get that. But like when I was in school, and I and I could have the worst day ever. But when I got in the gym, my entire day changed. You know, yeah. I I love being in the gym. And to me, like when players come in the gym and they're not happy to be there, it's almost like. Why are you not happy?
1: Yes, you know, you know this is
0: the best place in the world. You're about to play the best game yeah. in the world. I, I don't, and like that frustrates me. Then, so it's kind of like it's yeah, like no. contagious. Just like positivity, you know, negative negativity is the same. You know, you this. come in, you're you're dragging. It's almost like you try yeah. to get them going, and they don't get going. It's like all right. Well, you know what? Like, what do you want me to do? You know, like I know. I, I want you to get better. I'm here to help you get better. You know, so I don't you know, know what you know. It, 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 the, but like you said, I can't relate. I can't relate right, to that.
1: Right and and you know this the thing sometimes i forget that my world is wrapped around this and like a kid has (laughs) you know what i mean i i i honestly always forget that i'm like this kid should be thinking like i'm thinking yeah or he should be like ready after the school he's just like waiting till the bell rings to get to the gym (laughs) you know what i mean so i'm like yeah these kids i remember when i was in high school i wasn't really thinking about that all the time um and i get it you know and, and that's the biggest thing. I don't know if you follow Gary Vee at all. but
0: Oh, yep. Love him.
1: Yeah, he uh, he posted something that, you know, he's like, listen to your laziness. If if you're lazy in an area and you can't quite figure out why you can't get in a routine, it, sh- it probably means it's not super important to you. It probably means you're not passionate in that area or it's something that maybe you're being influenced to uh, like or enjoy from yep. somebody else. And, and that's when I think players or in any profession, you need to look – and you need to say, okay, is this something that I actually like or is this something that I like because of this reason, not because of me? Yep. Um, I don't know. It's tough. That's a, and, that's a whole mentality thing. And
0: and, and I I, th- I also think that I, – I someone tweeted this a long, long time ago, but I, I agreed with a 100%, and I, I think about it all the time. Is like just because you play basketball in college doesn't mean you want to play in, in – in co- right. or, or high school, excuse me, doesn't mean you want to play in college. Right. You know, so like – it, but – But then there comes a thing, you know, A thing with that is, you know, don't tell me that you want to play in college just just to say, you know, because then I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. Not that I'm not going to hold you to a higher standard anyway, but like if you come in and you tell me, hey, I want to play college basketball, it's like, okay. But if you come in and say, "Hey, I want to have a great high school career." It's like, "Okay, you know, so like just so I'm right. on the same wavelength and right. and I think the misconception is everybody wants to play when in reality, number 1, everybody can't play, unfortunately, right. and number 2, everyone doesn't want to play. So right. I think I but then you have to let that be known, you know, cuz yeah. if you're if you're coming in cuz basketball training is a luxury, you know, it's an extra, oh, yeah. you know, especially, you know, guys like us, we're, you know, independent guys, you know, we don't work mm-hmm. for anybody other than right. ourselves. So right. like it, I mean, we're we're like an extra. So if right. you're paying money to come to me, I want to know what your goal is to help you make sure you get there. And if that's and to I have a great four year high school career, yeah. then let's do it. But if it's beyond, then let's really do it. And you hit it on the head, I think, in your
1: last your last podcast actually, and it's actually helped me too. Is I don't know what it is about writing stuff down, but if you write things down yes. on a piece of paper, yes. you know, cell phones are a little bit different for for some reason don't impact me as much if I write on my phone. But if mm. I am physically writing it on a whiteboard or something like that, um, and it's goals, then for some reason it's more motivating. It's more, it holds me more accountable. Um, just goal setting in general, I think is huge. And I know that I, I slacked in that when I was a high school kid too. And I've heard thousands of people tell me, and it's just something that, you know, when you get older, you hear all those sayings or you you start saying those sayings that your dad told you or your coach told you, you (laughs) like, dang, I sound like my freaking dad right Uh now. And uh, it's just a maturity thing. I think you just have to go through experiences where, where you're lacking and you know, you made a mistake or something like that and you have to go through that to really appreciate some of those some of those phrases that you were kind of told when you were younger. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and I always because sometimes you know, especially when I work with younger kids, I'm sure you experience it too. They they just want to play. You know, right. can we can we scrimmage today? Like, no, yes. we're not scrimmaging yes. today. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and yeah. and I struggle wanna... with that because it's like, man, like it drives me crazy. You know, these kids see certain people do certain things. You know, older yeah. kids and older players, and like it's like you can't do that. But then right. I, I have to I came home the other day and I was talking to my dad and I was kind of like I was frustrated I had a group of kids and if the workout doesn't go well in my mind I, it, it's tough for me you know oh, yeah. and and, and I'm no not idea. even blaming the players it could be me you know maybe yeah. a drill that I had planned didn't work out how I thought it plan- you know was oh, going yeah. you know so it's not like I'm blaming the players a lot of the times it's me but Unfortunately, the, you know, last week it was it was a couple you know kids that right. they just they, they wanted to play and their attitude wasn't right and they weren't really right. you know trying you know and and that drives me crazy and I called my dad and I was like man we had a bad workout you know and he's like well he's like you get so mad you have to think about it remember when you were in the seventh grade like you just wanted to scrimmage too and yeah. when he told me that I kind of sat back and I was like you know what he's right you know I I I did I remember he was my coach when I was in the fifth, sixth, seventh grade. I would come uh, to practice Dad, quiz scrimmage today. No, I'd yeah. be all mad. And it's kind of like, you gotta, you gotta remember that they are kids, especially at that yes. age, you know? So, yeah. and that's tough for me. I'll admit sometimes because I just want to work, you know, you're I just want to work. Guy, like, yeah. like you're here, let's work.
1: Yeah. And you know, that's the hard part too, is they love, they fell in love with basketball cause they got to play, you know, a lot of those younger youth leagues and, practices a lot of they they just you know it's a dad volunteering that's like hey let's just scrimmage 505 five, and yep. that's how they learn that's how and they can do that by themselves with their buddies out in the the park or on the in the driveway that's like the first part of basketball that they actually fall in love with and it takes a while for them to love learning how to get better yep. you know and, and that's i think that's a maturity thing too and there are some rare breeds out there that's you get a middle schooler that's just like hungry and wants yep. it mm-hmm. and wants to get better and Stuff like that, but it's hard, man. And and to go back on your point, as far as being a uh, kind of an extra as, as a trainer, I love that because I think that goes back to kind of what we we're talking about before. If I see a kid once or twice, I'm really not their sole training purpose. I'm I'm almost like a supplement, and I mm-hmm. tell kids that all the time if. If, um, if I'm your, if I'm your basketball diet, if we're looking at your basketball diet, I'm essentially a supplement. I'm like a protein shake or I'm like something extra that that. you do to enhance something, but you should be eating all the veggies. You should be getting your protein, natural protein, your meats, whatever you're eating by yourself. And that to me, natural proteins and veggies are, uh, the, the and shoots, the two dribble attack to the rim and finish. Um, you should be getting those reps in. And you should be coming to see a, a, a supplement guy to uh, push yourself out of your comfort zone. And yep. you can you can take those things and get better and better. And but I think I think that's a message that needs to be uh, taught not only to parents and kids, but to to high school coaches and, and college coaches. Is man, I see that kid one time a week. Of course, we're gonna I'm gonna push him. Yep. Of course, I'm not gonna you know put him through stuff that he can do by himself. So that's a big thing for me too.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree a hundred percent. Now I wanted to ask you about your take on group training versus private training. Because right. I, I, I made a tweet the one day and I had some I had some blowback on it because sure. I, I'm I I don't know what it is, but when, when, when players are younger, I like group training. I oh, mean I know no. everybody wants individual. Everybody wants I get that and I, I understand and I think there's a time and a place for it, but I I struggle with, you know, Everyone, oh, I don't want to come with other kids, or I don't want to come with you know, I don't know them. I had one person tell me, oh, I don't want to come in a group because I don't know the I'm thinking, number one, how do you plan on making any friends with that attitude? Like, you know, technically you don't know anybody at first, so that's yeah, that's not a right attitude real. to have. But like, for I real. just want to know your take because I think right. when you're older, I do think that you benefit, you know, a lot from private training. You know, right. so I do think there's a time and a place for that. But even when you're older, I think you could get a group of high oh, school God, guys. Yes. College. You know, that's good. But like when you're younger and I mean younger, I mean like eighth grade and under. I mean, I I don't really see. I think you no. should be coming in groups. I, ju- I just want I mean, again, I, it depends on the player, too. There's a lot right, of there's right. a lot of things yeah, that look, go into it. But I just kind of wanted places, to hear, you know, so. your to your take on it and when, what you like prefer and what, what you think.
1: Right. You know, like you just said, there's a time and place. If I get a parent that reaches out to me and says, hey, I want you to work on shooting with this person, then I'm like, okay, you're probably going to want to do an individual because with a group setting, I can't break down your kid's shot like on this hoop while these kids are just doing something random. So if it's something like it's super specific or whatever it is, but if it's it's something that just wants to work out, I am constantly pushing small group stuff, three to six – seven eight at the max but i'm constantly pushing that because one for a middle schooler a little kid or even a high school kid or even college kids to go through a full individual session if you're going 60 minutes you have to be in unbelievable conditioning like you have to be so in shape to be getting great reps by the end of it to be getting full speed reps multiple times on multiple things throughout an hour is super hard no matter who you are Mm -hmm. so I think the group setting, um, it gives you a little bit of a breather. It gives you time to sit back and learn and and talk to the coach, ask questions. Um, And the other thing too is like, if I'm in a group setting, I'm in the line and I get to see the kid in front of me. And after I finish my rep, I get to see the kid that goes after me, whether that's the the format or whatever it is. But I I get to see kids do it either right or wrong. And then I get to feel my body and how it feels and compare it to those two things and i think that's huge i think the learning invite the overall learning environment of small group setting is better than an individual and yep. there's a competitive side to it you get to play a little bit you get to put them in different stuff um, individuals are good if you're trying to break stuff down to me small group stuff is where it's at when it's when it's you're just trying to get better and you're trying to you know compete a little bit so
0: yep Yep. No, I I, I agree 100%. And and that's why I think that, like you said, as far as having a group setting and having kids watch other kids do things and whether or not it's right or wrong, they could kind of learn from each other. And then, I mean, I met some of my best friends, you know, through basketball. Oh, yes. So, like, that's another thing I think, too, is relationships, you know, build relationships with kids. Because then if you're – because, like, I have group sessions, weekly group sessions, and I usually get, you know, a lot of regular kids that come every week, like – then you kind of right. get to see them every week and look forward to coming every week, you know. So it's just like it's almost like it's bigger than just, you know, basketball in a the sense. I mean, right. you, could, you could do multiple life skills, I guess you could say, through basketball, which which I'm a big, big fan of.
1: You know, and and I'm going to talk about Reed Osi again in Minneapolis. He had a, a hashtag that was called Connecting Cultures that I was just like totally bought into. He had overseas guys working with college guys, overseas guys working with high school kids, college guys working with high school kids. Middle schoolers were mixed in. So he had all these kids and and these older guys, younger guys mixed together throughout the summer. And what that does is it creates this connection and those guys check up on each other. They might have been competitors at one point, but now they're just like, you know, enjoying that the other person's doing well. So, you know, you might have, I'm trying to think of a, you know, he's got, who's he got up there? He had Jake Lehman, from the Timberwolves up there working out with them. Mm-hmm. And then he had a, a, a couple overseas guys. So now those overseas guys get to pick Jake Lehman's brain about this and that and get to ask him questions and all this stuff. It's like, you know, and, and even for me in, in South Dakota, I had Trayvon Evans, a, a all American at a D two school here in Sioux Falls, get to work out with an eighth grader that was going into his freshman year. And those two worked out religiously every week, at least twice a week. And, in the, the details and the and the stuff that not even from talking to him but just just seeing him work and how hard he worked and like yep. how he approached a workout was so valuable to that to that kid that was growing up and going into high school. So you're right. I think it's it's obviously way more than basketball. It's it's about connecting these kids with with other people and creating friendships or just creating somebody that's like, hey, you know, hits you up after a game, and says, hey, I saw you had 20 last night, good game, yep. or hey, how's your your first year overseas going? Um, I'm seeing some, some video or some pictures and stuff like that. So the connecting cultures thing is something I, I love that he put out there. Um, because I think it's huge and it's, it's really something I'm, I'm planning to do this summer is get kids mixed in with the, some of those pro guys and get the college guys mixed in with some of those guys too. So,
0: yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree with that hundred, hundred percent, right. hundred Now I, I want to talk about, I know you, you, you work with Drew Halen this summer, right? You went, up yeah, and, I
1: went up, and, I went and saw Drew. I was, I was part of his little men- mentorship program and, uh, that was a blast. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was. I wanted to. I wanted to kind of give you the floor to kind of talk about that because I feel like that. Well, yeah. when I when I saw you were going there, I thought that was pretty cool because obviously Drew Halen's another guy that you know I really really like and and I think yes. he's doing a lot of really good things and especially and, and with Drew's that mentorship it program. It That's awesome. He's
1: been doing. Yeah, he's been doing consistently for years. Like, uh, I don't even know when Drew started. I think you know he's told his his backstory so much, but um, talk about a grind. That was like. I, I paid my way to get out there. I was like staying in the Airbnbs, you know, Lyft drivers out there are, aren't yep. cheap. So, you know, when you, when it comes to training and trainers or guys that want to be trainers ask me this all the time, like, how do you get started? I'm like, dude, you have to do so much stuff out of your pocket. You got to do so much stuff for free. You got to be like, you got to love it. You got to stay up at night and and watch this film and all this stuff. You have to literally love it. Um, that trip out to L.A. was you know, I'm a, I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. And I grew up in a small right. town. So I was like sitting here with my wife and I'm like, I got to go out there for a week. I've never been on the West coast. I know I got two backpacks. And I don't even know where I'm staying. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that in itself was a great experience for me just as personally, just being able to grow and to take steps to go somewhere like that and kind of be out there by my own and stuff like that. Um, as far as the experience with drew is, it was amazing. I was with drew Hanlon and Noah LaRoche. Noah LaRoche is He's not on social media, but he's like, he's, you would have loved Noah. He's a, he's a great dude. He, it was all pre draft stuff. So Drew had, um, Charles Bassey and Taco Fall and a couple other guys while I was out there. Um, and as far as the workout goes, I mean, it was, it was details. I mean, he was just teaching when it was with Taco, it was all detail stuff. I mean, it was stuff that I think Taco probably had been taught before, but, you know, when Drew's looking at you saying, don't step with that foot, step with that foot, you're going to listen type of deal. So mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a different setting for those players. And I actually got to sit down with Drew and kind of talk about, you know, basketball business and how he got started. And that was kind of the, the main point of that mentorship program was to um, help to help trainers or help coaches grow their business, whether it was their their res, coaching resume or their, you know, their their training business, it was what steps to take. You got some FaceTimes with Drew and he would just personally talk to you for as much time as you could. Um, it was good though, man. I, I want to go back out there every year just because and it's, it's not even about being around those big time athletes. It's, it's just seeing, um, those guys work, you know, cause you see them on social media and it's almost like, man, I wonder what they're working on. And you get out there and I was like, okay, well they're working on some of the same stuff I'm working
0: on. Yep, yep.
1: So it, it to me it was almost reassuring. Um, I did learn a lot, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was just like, Okay, I'm doing the right stuff. Yeah. It it that's it, it felt good about that. So yeah no, it was a great trip. I, I want to go out there every summer.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that there is so much more as far as from, on the business end, like you said. I mean, yeah. I know I, I mean my my college degree didn't prepare me for a business at all. So I mean, no. I, I, you, you know what I mean. So like, it, there right. were so many things as far as you know, registering your 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 actual name, and then the taxes, oh, and gosh. then the, you yeah, know the bank accounts. That, yeah. It's just like it, it, but that's another thing. Like I I think that you know skill coaches that do you know full time like me, you know like you and me as far as they don't really understand like there's so much more than just you know basketball drills. You know, there's a lot right. of there's so as far as even film and planning the workouts. The thing that kills me is how like, you know, people think that you just kind of show up and just put them through drills like yeah, yeah I mean, just kind of yeah. what are we going to do today? Let me think about it. Like, it's like Let's you realize that. I've had yeah. this workout plan for like three days, right? Yes. You know, like, yeah, I never come in unprepared. And I the o- and, and that, the overall and that's,
1: investment in the players is huge. Like just, you know, caring about these kids and making sure they're getting their, their grades right. And. Just being a positive mentor in some of those kids' life is a job in itself. Yep. And you know, and then you got to make sure you are on top of your craft, which is um, just like any job. You know, yep. if anybody wants to be the best in anything, you have to be. You have to uh, put a lot of work into your craft, just like a basketball player. So, you know, I think, like like we said really early on, I think there's some guys out there that probably do that, where they just roll up a ball and say, "Hey, let's do this and that." Yep. And then you got guys that have been literally been up for. Since like you, since at four in the morning getting <laughs> yeah. their stuff done, you know what I mean. Yep, so yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, I know. it is a a dream job. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. like I wouldn't. I at this point, I don't want to do anything else. I don't. That would suck for me to have to sit in an office at this point. Type of deal. So, um, I, I, I is, think
0: it, I think that's the biggest thing that people have to understand though is like it is a job. You know, just because yeah. just because you know we do what we love and what we're passionate about, it's still a job. Right. You know, so we have the same problems, if not more problems. Especially right. like if you own your own business, like everything's oh, yeah. your fault. You know, you have no one else oh, to blame. Yeah. And Gary V talks a lot about that. You know, as far yes. as that's the everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but then when something goes wrong, they don't know who to blame. Like it's your fault. You no, know,
1: the hard part is you're you're eating what you kill. Type like a like a. If I don't go out and do these workouts or if I don't do this youth stuff, you know, sometimes little kids are hard to work with. If I don't do that then I don't get that revenue, you know? Yep. And, and if that workout's crappy and those, those parents aren't happy about it, then I don't get the revenue. Yep. So it's like you eat what you kill. And, uh, and as a business owner, it's hard because you don't want to make business decisions or decisions, daily decisions based around money. You know, mm-hmm. you, you want to, uh, you want to always give the, the most value you can. And, and sometimes that's a sacrifice and sometimes that doesn't mean money. Sometimes that just means creating a relationship. Yeah. and you have to give up a lot of those hours just to do that mm-hmm. um there are a lot of places that you know make make decisions out of money and it's tough because they got to hit these deadlines and these budgets and stuff like that and you know that's that's the worst i think that's the worst part about uh, basketball training at this point is is the money stuff it's it's uh, you got to make a living on it but you know i think sometimes we lose focus on why we do it So,
0: Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. I, I, I tell everyone all the time that if I wanted to be filthy rich, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. You know, I mean, exactly. I, I I do this because I love it and I'm passionate right. about it and I, I want to help other people. I don't do it, you know, to make. But like you said, at the same time, I mean, you got to think from a business perspective. This is what we do. This is how we pay bills. Exactly. You know, tough. and I think that some people forget that too because of other people that maybe do it oh, as yeah. a side job, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, if if you if we have a workout scheduled, you know, and you don't come or you know whatever the case may be, like you're taking money out of my pocket, then yeah, you know, and, and that's tough because what if I had a bill to pay? You know, I mean, you yeah. never you never know what someone's going through. So it's just you know, it's tough to balance that I'm passionate about it, but it's also, yeah. you know, my my revenue, my job.
1: And there's and there's guys out there and girls out there that are giving training for free and it's not good, you yeah. know? And these kids are like, "Well, I'm going to probably or these parents will say, "Oh, I'm going to go here." And it's like, "You get what you pay for." Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I was uh I was reading this book and it said it was during like the 2008 when the, the economy collapsed and, uh, there was a uh, two haircut places right next to each other. And one said, we give $10 haircuts and they put a sign out that said that's so what the other place said. They put a sign out that said, uh, we fix $10 haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Yo. So, uh-huh. so you, you parent, I mean, parents, you, they, they get what they pay for. Same thing with players. So, you know, I'm I'm not about taking people's money and, and just, like you said, I, if, if we were doing this to be filthy rich, we wouldn't be doing this job. Yeah. So, um, I'm not about taking people's money, but you have to give these kids value and you have to price it right. And they have to understand, like, you know, I put my work in, I've been up for hours studying this stuff for Mm -hmm. you for yep. these kids.
0: So. It's, it's the off-court time that people don't see. You know, the off-court, the film and all that, the preparing, like you said. That's what we're getting. I saw a quote a while ago. Maybe it was just a tweet. Someone said something about people don't pay you for what you, you know, you give them at the moment. They pay you for the like, what you prepared for them or something. Right. Like. It was, awesome. You know, it was something like that. I probably butchered yep. it, but it was something like that. But yep. I it's funny because every time I, I talk about this, I think about this. I always think about the Dark Knight, the Joker. Remember, remember when he said... If you're good at something, never do it for free. I, yeah. I, I, and, and it's funny to me that I think about that, but it's like, it's true. You know, you got to know yes. your value, you know, yes. and, and if you don't know your value, no one's ever going to know your value. You have and to I, know your value.
1: And I think the, the skill training world has evolved so much that parents get it. Like, they're not going to be like, I don't know. And even players, they get it that it comes at a cost. They do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think... I think it's almost doing kids and, and parents a disservice if you're doing all this stuff for free and you kinda of make it a, a weird deal if you're not upfront with what you're charging and, and stuff like that. Um, so that's one thing I always wanna make sure that the parents and the kids know, like, hey, this comes at a cost. I'm not trying to steal your money, but this is where it's at and this is what I can do for your kid. So
0: Yep, yep. I right, yep. agree. All right, I got I got two more questions for you. First yeah, one First one. So I'm I'm assuming we're probably going to have a lot of players listening to this and right. if they're listening and they're kind of like a like a like a tweener as far as you know maybe they might be able to play varsity or JV or even make a team, you know, whatever case may be. Like what kind of advice are you going to give them because I know a lot of schools are having tryouts now and and they're kind of yeah. getting to that. So I wanted to ask you, you know, you know what would you tell them as far as whether or not you're making the team or making a you know a better team, whatever it is. Right.
1: Here's here's what I did in college Um, and because I was a freshman and I, you know, as a freshman, you go in there as a hot shot, like high school recruit and you're like, hey, I want to play. I want to play right away type of deal. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what I did to to impress the coaches um, was all the little things. So I would I would always pick out the best player. So I would guard the All-American two guard. And I would pick him up every single time. I wouldn't let anybody guard him. And I, if I, and the thing is, it's it's funny. If you stop the all-American, you look like okay, that kid can play. Yep. But if the all-American scores on you, then it's like ah, he's an all-American. He's a freshman. Yeah. <laughs> so um. I would say pick out the best player, um, pick him up, be aggressive. The other thing too is you know the conditioning drills, the uh, the the basic layup stuff. Don't miss any layups, and and make sure you're in condition or you're in shape because you will be able to outperform those kids that did not prepare themselves for those first couple of days. If you are in better shape. And I, like I said before, those kids could have been paying for the best skill training in the world. And they could come in lazy and out of shape and you'll beat them. Yep. There's, there's a, it's funny. It's a funny thing about basketball. There's those guys out there like that just out hustle people. And it's not that they're more skilled. It's just like they work harder and they want it more. Um, and so if you can at least be one of those kids that outworks kids, um, you'll You'll get noticed and and the coaches will appreciate that yep um and just play defense yep. just play frigging defense and and rebound and and just do take pride I would say take pride in the little things don't try to hit home runs yep um take pride in the little things so yep
0: yeah I, I agree with that a hundred percent one of my biggest things is I always tell you know players don't try to do too much don't don't try right. to don't try to be someone you're not. Because then that I yes. and, and that even goes to you know AAU and all that stuff, which is a whole another conversation. But I mean, when you, when you're trying to be something you're not, it actually hurts you more than it helps you. You know, I agree. If, if you can't shoot threes, don't shoot threes during tryouts. <laughs> you know, right. like like don't right. don't do that. Don't, like right. that. That's gonna hurt you, not help you. So that's one of right. you know my main things I tell them. Okay, I now agree. last question for you. Now this is again this is kind of like something I want to end with because I, I like sure. the question, um, and I asked Coach CK and he gave like a way better answer than like what my answer would have been. So like, sure. I'm going to ask you, so like what is one non-negotiable thing that you have to do every day? Like n- n- not basketball related. So just like, what is one thing that like you wake up and you're like, okay, by the end of the day, I have to do this or else like it's either going to bother yes. you or whatever it may be
1: for me personally. And just in my situation, it has a lot to do with my wife. Okay. Um, and it's like my brain and I, you know, I listen to that podcast and it's like I have an obsession or a, an addictive personality, which can be good and bad, Amen. where I, <laughs> it's hard for me to turn that switch off. Like mm-hmm. I'll, last night I was up till two, just like just writing stuff down on my phone, like because yeah. I couldn't sleep. So for me, I need and it may and, and for me, it's my wife for somebody else. It could be their brother, sister, uh, mom, dad, whatever it is. I need to put my phone in another room. And appreciate my wife for who yep. she is and our relationship and what she does for me and the fact that I get to do what I love and, and I have somebody that supports me and, and loves me, whether I'm great or, you know, sucking. So yep, yep. For, me, for me, it's appreciate the stuff that uh, is kind of allowing me to do these things. And
0: uh-huh.
1: and that could be anything. But, you know, for me, it's my wife. So, yep,
0: yep. No, yeah. they, 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 that, that, that's, a, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. But um OK, so now finishing up. Uh, I get, you know, right. go ahead and kind of tell people where to follow you on social media. Sure. I'll, sure. I'll put, I'll put everything in, in the description. So everyone got it in, you know, in writing, DMs. but go ahead kind of say what you want as no. far as, plug yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, like you said, it's like, uh, I've been following you to follow me and, and I've been trying to, I think I watched your story every morning and it's like that 40 or 420 and it's like you on the stairmaster. Yeah. <laughs> I see it I'm like, damn it, I need to get up and I need to get on a stairmaster and I need to do these things. No, but uh I, I love the stuff that you're doing and I appreciate you having me on the podcast. I want to uh I want to introduce some more people to the podcast and hopefully help you out and get some more people on here because I think this is great. I, I love listening to this stuff. Um uh you know, people can follow me at Henan Workouts, Henan underscore Workouts, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, you'll see some stuff from the the Pentagon and, and Sanford stuff on there, um, which I'm at now. But that's that's kind of where I'm at. So trying to post some content daily and and uh, keep it updated and stuff like that. But yeah, no, uh, no,
0: no, no doubt. If, if any players are definitely looking to kind of check out some cool stuff, definitely give him a follow because I I always yeah. like he's a, he's consistent too with the content and always putting out right. good stuff. So definitely give him a follow. But right. I, hey, I, I, I appreciate you coming on. I know, like I said, I know you're busy and, and there's a lot going on. So I really yeah. do appreciate you coming on and, yeah. and uh, I'm looking forward to kind of keep following you and probably, honestly, probably kind of follow back up in a couple months to get you back, on and, kind of we'll, we'll get back on and kind of talk about what you're
1: doing and uh, kind of talk about winter stuff and maybe talk about a plan for players in the, in the summer and stuff like that. We've got to hop on in a couple months again.
0: Absolutely. That sounds good. Coach. I, I appreciate you. And, and uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode stay tuned hopefully I'll have this one out relatively soon thank you for listening to another episode of the pew podcast if you guys want to know when new episodes come out head over to the apple podcast app subscribe to the podcast and while you're there leave us a review that would help the podcast grow tremendously, and I'd really appreciate it. Lastly, make sure you guys are following me on all social media. So Twitter, I am at Anthony underscore Pew2. And Instagram, I'm at Anthony Pew 2 And that's Pew, P-U-G-H. I appreciate your guys' support, and we'll catch you in the next one.